With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, welcome to Pint Size Distant Pod. Every Sunday, we're going to be bringing you something from the Distant Pod archives. We've gone back through all of the episodes of the Socially Distant Sports Bar so far, and we've found what we think are some of the funniest bits. So, if you like what you listen to over the next few minutes, then have a look on the episode description, because there'll be the episode number that this comes from in there, which means it makes your journey easier. You can then go off and listen to the whole episode, either again or for the first time. If you're a new listener, this is quite a good way of getting into our archives. If you have been with us from episode one, it's a nice way of getting yourselves back into some of the old episodes as well. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this little snippet from the Socially Distant Sports Bar our Distant Pod pint size episodes. Right, my clip for this round is... Just the first uh, round, Steph. Yeah. I know. Have I done my clip yet? Have <laughs> I done my clip yet? Yes, you have, yeah. Okay. Uh, good to see you've, you, you, you're keeping tally. I remember now. It was fine. It was about B-Days, yours was. That's uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> this is from the Olympics in 2004. Uh, this is the Great Britain relay team winning gold. <sighs> Going to the last straight. Mark Lewis Francis has it for Britain in the front. Maurice Green coming down on him. Mark Lewis Francis has a chance of glory here. Maurice Green is coming. Mark Lewis Francis gets it, I think. Oh, it was so close. He thinks he's got it. 38 0 9. What a performance! Well, I said anything could happen, but you know what? I didn't think it would be a gold medal for Great Britain. It's gone up on the scoreboard. It's confirmed. Another gold medal. What a night! Goodness so I me. like this because, well, for a lot of reasons. This was sort mm. of 2004, so it was pre-Great Britain winning loads and loads of golds every single Olympics. Yeah. So you know, we I think lots of kicking in and. Yeah, exactly. So it was just starting to kick in. It was just starting to drip feed. 
that they're, they're a very very like for sprinters. These four guys are a very likable bunch of guys. Yeah, which isn't always the way with sprinters. Mm-hmm. Um, and they trained incredibly hard as a relay team, which I think is brilliant. So they'd all concentrated on their own individual careers, and sprinters have got a level of ego about them because you have to to be a sprinter. To be a really good sprinter, you've got to have the. So you talked about the NASL. You talked about goal scorers yeah, and yeah. Canalia the other day. Um, it's the same thing if you're a sprinter or a boxer. You've got to be confident. Oh yeah, and that often leads to confrontation. <laughs> and being that's a why... meek boxer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know actually. What are you going to do to him? I know. Well, he's good. Oh, he is good. He In is fairness good. to him, he's a quite... really good boxer. He's, he's intimidatingly good. I'll be, honest, I'll be honest. I'm going to get my face kicked in, aren't I? <laughs> His reach is longer than mine, and he looks so scary. Oh, mate, I've got to tell you my favorite. I got to tell my favorite story. That's reminding me. Sorry, one of my oh, favorite I... stories, right? So we're playing uh, rugby against um, Treviso. I was in up in Cardiff Met, which is then Uick. We played against Treviso. I was captain that game, actually. Right. It, was, it was the first game of the season. Uh, under floodlights on a mid, in a midweek. And so they were, at the time, they were the Italian men's champions. I thought, this is going to be great. We're playing Italian men's champs, you know. So for mum and dad, you got to come to the college tonight. We could play in Treviso, the Italian champions. I'm captain. So the mum and dad came up. It's like a seven o'clock kickoff. We're in the change room getting ready and we're putting the boots on and putting the socks on and everything else. And shoulder pads had just come into rugby, the sort of those foam, <laughs> the, the foam shoulder pads. Yeah, yeah. Lot, yeah, yeah although yeah. a lot of the boys wear now. Yeah. A few of us had, had those, bought those new that season. I put my shoulder pads on and the referee came in and when uh, he said, number six, word please, word please, come out, word please. <laughs> I, said, uh, I said, what's the matter? He went, uh, take your pads off, please, take them off. I said, no, no, they're proper. They're rugby pants, ref. They're from... Uh, no, no, they're, they're illegal. They haven't been sanctioned by the IIB. Take them off. I said, no, they have been. I said, it's this season you can wear them. They're, no, you've got to take them off. I said, fine, you're the boss. I said, boys, pads off. The ref's not happy with them. Take them off. And then you could see that I was a bit pissed off. Well, I didn't want to have an argument. So he said, uh, number six, come here, please. Word, please. Another word, please. I said, what's the matter, ref? He went, uh, I tell you what I do for you, kid, right? Uh, it's a friendly game, not a league match. I'll go next door, right? If the Italian boys are wearing shoulder pads, I let you boys keep your shoulder pads on. Is that fair? I said, yeah, fair enough, ref. That's, thank you. All right, thank you for that. Two minutes later, right, he's back in. Number six. Another word, please. I said, yeah, yeah. Come here, please. Yeah. He said, put the pads back on, kid. Tell, tell the other boys you can put their pads back on as well. I said, oh, lovely. I said, the Italian boys are wearing shoulder pads as well, are they? He went, no, they are fucking massive. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, ref. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh. Oh. And they were huge. They what were was the final boys. score? Beautiful. We beat them 45-44, I think. I got, I got knocked out, and I played after I'd been knocked out. We're talking about concussions. I was out for three or four minutes, and then I had the old smell insults. And I came back on and played the rest of the game, but I didn't know where the fuck I was. So, so sprinters <laughs> got egos. To mm. get a group of sprinters to sacrifice a certain amount of training on the basis that they might win a relay gold medal is quite a hard thing to do. But they managed to do it with this group. And with a group... I think there must have been about six of them who trained together. And uh, a guy who I used to know when we were younger from Newport called Christian Malcolm... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. ...was part of this team for the three years prior. 
mm-hmm. part of the team throughout the entire training regime, and then went to the holding camp, got a kidney infection, oh. and didn't compete at this Olympics, oh and would God. otherwise have an Olympic gold medal. So they dropped him. I think Jason Gardner came in for him, if memory serves me right. He used to train at my school gym, Jason Gardner. Well, he's teaching a bath, yeah. It's a lovely bloke. I went out with a girl who'd gone to school with Christian Malkin. Flash, as he was nicknamed at school. Flash. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he, very good footballer, Christian Malkin. Yes, yeah, he, I think he was on the books at Newport County, I think, as a, he as was, a young kid. He yeah, played South Wales schools with Bellamy. He must have been bloody quick. Can you imagine? I mean, if you're sprinter quick. He was bloody quick. Back. No, but I mean, like, yeah, in a, in he, a football like context. In, well, Jace Gardner, I, well, I was teaching at a place that's gone now called Culver Hay School in Bath. Yeah. And, and he used to train in our school gym because his, his coach was an XPE teacher. I can't remember his name now. But we had this little, it was one of the bad gym for a school. We had like Olympic bars and stuff. It wasn't brilliant, but it was okay. But it was a school yeah. gym. I thought, this, if this was America, I can't believe we've got a, we've got a world-class sprinter whose coach is an XPE teacher who's training in a school weight room, you know, in a little, in a little comprehensive in Bath. It seemed I, weird to me. I know that Michael probably disagree with this, but with Eddie Hall, the world's strongest man, yes. first person in history to lift 500 kilograms, to deadlift 500 kilograms, that's not cool. But being able to run not very, cool, very, very Being fast the strongest man is, who ever lived. Is Why cool. would that be cool? I would say... They're both equally... Not equally cool. I'll give hardest man in the world? Fastest man in the world? Yeah, if you can lift the most in the world, that's up there. Yeah, that's up there. I just think they, they, they look so bad in clothes, strong men. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, Eddie Hall in his suit would look I, thick. Well, it would look creepy and weird if he was... Creepy and tight. weird. If he was going to a christening or something, trying to look nice. <laughs> trying to look tidy on the way to a christening. He would look... Yeah, weird. Mate, he's not buying his stuff in top, man. He's getting his stuff made for him. I though, know, he? but it's like it's like the last dance. That yes, it is. Yeah, Michael Jordan is the world's coolest athlete. Put him in a suit. He looked so stupid in 1986. Yeah. As did Scotty Pippen. As did yeah. Dennis Rodman. They all look because they're too tall. What's funny clothes. is that's that's obviously a documentary that most people listening to this will have watched. Whole series of it. However, was it like? I don't know, 10, ten hours long. Amazing. My main takeaway from that documentary is the suits. I'll be honest yeah, with you. Awful. <laughs> it was the time as well, though. Basketball, it, great. It is the time. Suits, awful. But there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a height bracket, and if you're shorter or taller than that, it's hard to look good. And I would say the same for, like, breadth of chest. So Eddie Hall's chest was... It's got to be a 60-inch chest or something. It's <laughs> got to be. <laughs> It's crazy. Be. But there's, there's you must not have a, a 24 inch neck and a 16 inch chest. How deep a, are you, sir? But there's not a jumper in existence that would look decent on Eddie Hall when he was Will's strongest man. I think a nice, like a nice Aaron with a, maybe with a crew no, neck, but no, quite a widen, quite no a widen it. No way. Brilliant. And like an ecru, like an ecru colour. Yeah. I, I, I disagree. I think he'd fill that nicely. I mean, he looks fine What's in a vest when he's competing. It's like a type of grey, like a creamy grey. Is it? Okay. Yeah. He looks all right in gym clothes, but imagine him. Very few people don't. Wedding day. Maybe you wore gym clothes. Yeah, yeah, like Daley Thompson. That's what Daley Thompson did. <laughs> I think Daley Thompson got married in his shells. And dinner for the Queen twice with a tra- with a with a tracksuit on. Good lad. <laughs> I told you that tonight. It's brilliant, isn't it? It's funny. I bet no one else has done it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. 
Turn it up at Buckingham Palace in an umbrella shell suit. Hope you enjoyed that little extract from our archives of the Socially Distant Sports Bar. We will have another one of these pint-sized distant pods for you next Sunday. What you can do now is scroll through the episode description, find the episode that that was from, and disappear off into our archives. Get yourself off on a journey around the socially distant sports bar.